So there is a rumor going around saying that the video game movie curse has been lifted and I think it's bullshit. Complete bullshit. Um, we haven't we haven't gotten a let's be real. Let's be real here. We haven't gotten a good video game film. There's a difference between movies and films, people. Let's not confuse the two. Never the twin shall meet. Um, you know, as far as content and just, you know, overall filmmaking, acting, writing, directing, execution overall, there hasn't been a video game movie that's that caliber of those terms I just mentioned. You know, we've got good shit. You know, Mortal Kombat was straightforward Rock'em Sock'em movie. Um, but, you know, it's not Oscar winning acting. It's not Oscar winning writing. The fight is, is fighting. You know, that's that's what people go to see it for. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other video game movies I like. I actually like as a guilty pleasure. I like Doom. It is it, it is Doom, but it's like it's, it's silly. It's a monster in a suit movie, but it's a creature feature, which why it gets why it gets a pass for me. Now, in the case of something like Sonic, you know, they're saying, oh, my God, this, you know, the video game curse has been lifted. Hallelujah. It's like, no, it's not because it was, you know, it is doing well. It's doing really well it's actually doing a hell of a lot better than birds of prey is doing which i still have to you know jury's still out on that because i still have to see birds of prey at some time this week and i'm going to review that for sure but um you know uh what is a fact is that sonic the hedgehog the movie has had the biggest most successful opening for a video game movie ever ever and that's beyond me. That's crazy, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see the movie doing well. You know, I did a review for it earlier this week, I think, and I gave it a, I gave it a five out of ten, which was fair. You know, I gave it a five out of ten because Sonic didn't get on my nerves because Jim Carrey wasn't as terrible as I thought he was going to be, um, and the Easter eggs were on point for me. You know, as a gamer. Now, as far as the opening weekend numbers go, this shit made Sonic the Hedgehog made fifty-eight million eighteen thousand and three hundred and forty-eight dollars. Y'all hear what I said, man? Fifty-eight million eighteen thousand three hundred forty-eight hundred dollar. That is um pretty fucking successful man i don't know what the cost was to make the movie but they are making bank man they are making a killing at the box office right now which is great that's fine that's good man it's it's good it's good man it was it was there were little things about the movie that i definitely enjoyed but is it is it as good as all of this hype for me personally no it's not that's not me being a hater i'm just saying that you know it's not you know Money talks and bullshit walks, but let's be real. There are movies that make a shit ton of money that are trash. There are movies that win Oscars that are trash. There are movies that get praise that are trash. Is this movie complete trash? No, I'm not saying that to say that. I'm just saying that, you know, we're in a society where if Rotten Tomatoes says Sonic is a, a certified fresh, then it must be true. It must be fucking true. And if Rotten Tomatoes says that the Joker is certified fresh, it must be true. But if Rotten Tomatoes says that, I, oh, I don't know you know bad boys for life is you know rot certified rotten you know it's like a one percent then it must be true you know people can't really think for themselves they just go by you know what majority is saying i ain't one of those people but 
safe to say i'm glad the movie's doing well man you know uh kudos to the director uh everybody involved of the making of sonic and really quick man before i jump into you know the topic at hand here or at least the the specific topic at hand i want to say um there's something i didn't give this movie credit for as much as i mean i did give it credit actually in the beginning but when they redesigned sonic you don't get a lot of studios that do that so shout out to the creators for actually listening to the fans and it's you know it is fucked up that it takes a shit ton of backlash online and on social media for people to you know um have to go back to the drawing board and see the error their ways and stuff like that but very rarely do you get that man and it's 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 good to see them actually taking into consideration what the fans really want that was that was a good gesture man and you know my i think my exact post when they showed the sonic design over i said yeah it's cool the design is definitely a hell of a lot better but they just it was like they copy and pasted him into the same shitty movie that's exactly what i said and um you know it's it's, it's just good to see that they listen. They took heed to what fans wanted because you got a lot of you got a lot of filmmakers out there who don't give a shit. They want to do what they want to do. You know, they don't they do it for themselves and they do it for a check. They don't do it for the fans. So that was actually a nice gesture, man. So shout out to the creators for doing that. Now, that being said, of course the movie's successful, and of course they set it up for a sequel because you're not just going to do Sonic as a one-off type of movie. You have like the the Sonic universe is too damn big. For them to do just one movie by itself. You can do 18 Sonic movies if you want to. If you spin these motherfuckers right or spin dash them, pun intended, right? You know, uh, if you do that right, you can do 18 Sonic movies. Maybe 27. I don't know because there's so much, so many characters. There's so much lore to these characters that you can, um, you can just pump out a bunch of sequels. Now, as far as a sequel goes, there are certain things I want them to do in uh sonic the hedgehog 2 and i feel like with the things that they did get right they can take that and apply them even better to not just the easter eggs but this well yeah mainly the easter eggs because it's based off of the video game so you have to have the easter eggs in there but there's a lot of shit i want them to do that and, and there's a lot of things that they can learn from as far as the first movie is concerned you know as the do's and the don'ts uh, because there was a there were a lot of mistakes in that movie, uh, you know, not just movie mistakes like goofs or anything like that, but just it's a lot of shit that I, that I just didn't like about the movie. However, um, I think you know, for one, you got to get a, a writer on board. You got to get a director on board. Now, I didn't say I didn't usually I do like a you know like a top three or top five people who I would have, um, you know, write a movie or direct a movie. Just some some fan type of stuff that I do, but. There were two people that came to mind as far as a writer and director, and I, I feel like just the the bonkers ideas that these motherfuckers come up with, and just the stuff that they apply on screen, I, I'm almost certain that they could pull it off. Now I know this would never happen. This is just me, like I said, just um, you know, having a moment to myself and just you know wishing on a star about somebody that could come and write and direct this movie. Now, as far as writers go, I, you know, one of the first people that came to mind, and I, I, I kid y'all not, was Joss Whedon. And I say that because Joss Whedon knows how to be silly, but he knows how to be serious. And people forget that, you know, not only is he a decent director, he's a, not only is he a great director, he's a he's a great writer as well. And Joss Whedon has dabbled in horror. You know, he's he's he wrote uh, Alien Resurrection. He wrote Cabin in the Woods. He was behind the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show. 
you know he's not he's not uh he's not just that silly guy he he knows he knows genre as well and i think him writing there would be a good dose of it would be a lot better humor in a, a sonic the hedgehog 2 movie if joss whedon was behind the, the pen and pad and as far as directing goes one person came to mind you know i was thinking about uh who, who would direct and i swear to god this person came to mind and I don't know if it's because I was like looking over at looking across the room where my uh, my movie collection is at. But I first person I thought of was Steven Summers and Steven Summers is he's a CG maniac. Yo, he's the guy who directed Deep Rising. He directed The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, Odd Thomas, uh, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Uh, Steven Summers has directed Van Helsing and you get where I'm going with this because he is a CG maniac and that's there's nothing wrong with that but his movies rely so heavily on CG but that's fine that's perfectly fine and one of the reasons uh, you know I one of the problems I had with the Sonic movie was that there wasn't enough of Sonic's world, his universe. Now, I know it would have been very, very pricey. The shit that they made open a weekend probably would have been how much they needed to make every Sonic uh, scene be in, you know, Sonic's universe. But that's what I wanted from the first movie. You know, I got Green Hill Zone in the beginning of the movie. And I was telling I was telling a few people yesterday that I saw the movie. It wasn't all that bad. And I was telling them that Green Hills looks amazing. It looks great. The, the the detail they paid, you know, how they paid attention to detail to create that that realm was insane. And I wouldn't have minded if the entire movie, like if you would have gave me just Green Hill, just that one zone for uh for three acts of the movie, I'd have been cool with that. I'd have been cool with not getting every other zone that I wanted. But um, you know, Steven Summers is somebody I feel like he could, he could create a world, man. He could create a universe like you've never seen whether it's cg or not and um i'm pretty sure there'll be some practical in there if he did it but i you know those are two people i would have write write a write and direct a sonic 2 movie for sure joss whedon behind the pen and pad steven summers behind the camera i think that those two just the creative insane cg humorous action shit that they could come up with together would just be it would be damn near nostalgic at least i think so now, as far as the casting goes, um, and this is completely my fault, man. When I did the Sonic review, I kept calling this guy Nick Schwartz. His name is Ben Schwartz, the guy that does the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. So that's my fault for not even mispronouncing the guy's name wrong, but just getting a whole name wrong entirely. First name uh, anyway. But yeah, his name is uh, Ben Schwartz that does the voice of Sonic. You got to get him to come back because he wasn't he wasn't an unlikable version of Sonic you know, um, he, he was okay. He was okay. He, he was, he was energetic, you know, as a, as Sonic the Hedgehog should be, but he had moments where you actually, you felt bad for Sonic because he felt like he was alone and just the shit, like the way he delivered his lines wasn't too bad. You know, it, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. So you need him to come back. Um, I feel like at this point he is, he is the voice of Sonic. At this point, I wouldn't want them to recast um, a voice actor for this guy because he did an OK job. Uh, Jim Carrey, you have to have come back, especially the way he looked at the end of the Sonic movie was OK. It was OK. It's the closest you're going to get to Jim Carrey as, ro uh, you know, as Robotnik as you're going to get unless they put him in a fat suit, like I said. But you got to get Jim Carrey to come back and you have to explain how he comes back and this, that and the other. Now, somebody who had an uncredited name, which was at the end of the movie, was Colleen. 
hope I say her last name right, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who did the voice of Tails. Uh, get her to come back to voice Tails because even though it was it was brief, uh, maybe it was distinctive to some people and maybe it stood out. So you want continuity you want tales you don't want tales to just sound like michael jai white in the next movie when it just sounded like this this woman colleen you know you don't you don't want to switch up that like i'm i'm all i'm so big on continuity it makes no sense uh as far as the rest of the cast i really was going to make a list of people that i wanted to be in the movie i had like a child actor in mind and maybe two three adults but i didn't even take the time out to do that but i'm gonna keep you know to keep the, the cast in short all new cast members don't bring back james martin don't bring back tika sumter don't bring back neil mc mcdonahue i hope I, I know i always say his last name wrong but i feel justified in that because he was a part of street fighter legend chung lee so you know tit for tat but don't bring any of these cast members back we need all new cast members all new cast members i didn't like you know i liked sonic and robotnik they were cool they carried the film but as far as the rest you know, no diss to anybody that was in the movie, but I wasn't feeling the, the human actors at all. Nobody in the movie at all. You know, outside of Robotnik and Sonic, like I said. And when a CG hedgehog is doing, you know, better at acting and line delivery than the humans, it's a problem. So all new casting, man. All new casting. Like I said, in particular, I would want to see a... There, there has to be a kid actor in there somewhere. Somebody who can probably relate to Sonic as the, you know, I've been all alone all my life, the fish out of water type of feeling. I, I, it's it's relatable it would make for some you know some probably some cool moments uh for sonic to have somebody to hang with now another thing i need or some things i need from a sonic the hedgehog 2 movie i need my zones now if i counted correctly yesterday there are 11 zones in sonic the hedgehog 2 you've got uh Jesus, I'm not even going to name them, but I tried to narrow it down because you're not going to get all 11 zones. That's pretty overwhelming when you just go from location to location to location to location. You know, I part of me doesn't like when movies have too, too many locations because it just get it gets really frantic, you know, and you don't get to spend enough time in the one location that you might that somebody might like that, you know, so much so that they have to just keep jumping back and forth from place to place. It, it gets, you know. It gets really unnerving at times. And like I said, you're not going to get all 11 zones, but I kind of narrowed it down. And I know this is subject to change because there are uh, there are lots of boards I would love to see in a Sonic 2 movie. But you have to have Emerald Hill in there. That's the first zone. You got to have that in there. You know, the monkeys in the trees throwing coconuts, the sharks coming up from the bridge to bite that ass. Uh, the um, they look like robot flies or mosquitoes or some shit that shoot stuff at you. All that shit. You need all of that. All of it. You need Emerald, Emerald Zone in there. One, uh, another zone that you definitely need that, I, well, I definitely need Casino Night. I need that. And not only because it's one of the best boards, you know, I'm not a gambling man, but if it's a video game, of course, you know how many hours I spent gambling my rings, losing my rings, getting hit by those spikes that Robotnik gets when you get three Robotniks in a slot machine. I love that fucking board, man. That level is so insanely crazy and so much fun yo like I, I would die from the timer running out playing casino night board because i spent all that time gambling trying to get 50 rings to turn into supersonic or whatever the hell you had to do to turn into him because i think it only happened in that board and that'd be good to see in the in the movie too that'd be a nice callback to the uh, to the gamer geeks out there if sonic during a, a casino night scene got 50 rings and turned into supersonic but um 
you got to have that uh you you have to have that board in particular because Sonic got his first taste of chili dogs in the in the movie that just came out and there is a br- there are bridges in Casino Night Realm where they are made of chili dogs and the more you hit them the more points you get before they disappear so that would be a nice little easter egg for people in there another uh, zone i would need is mystic cave this is where the horror shit comes in because you got the things that are going bump in the night that's that literally is all that board is and it's scary as hell you know there's spikes everywhere there's trees everywhere there's bushes everywhere the shit popping out of the bushes at you there's caterpillars and all types of crazy uh machine monsters in there mystic cave is is the horror movie zone of um hands down of sonic the hedgehog 2 and i got a lot of headaches playing that board man especially with those uh you know you got you got um it's one of the hardest robotniks too because he's causing like an avalanche of of spikes and you know leaves and uh, tree branches and shit that come down because he's in this he's in this contraption where he's drilling into the ground and coming at you with these with these drills and it is one of the hardest robotics in part two so you got to have mystic cave in there another you know i i I narrowed it down to two more you got to have oil ocean at first i was going to say you know i was thinking of boards that have water or you know whatever you water chemical something that you can swim in now i know oil ocean is that board where if you go in that oil and you sink far enough you die it's not like um chemical plant where you can actually swim and you get to hear that uh that drowning music it's not like aquatic ruin where you can swim uh you know oil ocean i i would i wouldn't mind if they changed it so that you didn't die in the oil but maybe that'll be like some you know the floor is lava type of shit where they can't really touch the oil but you got those sick looking seahorses that uh that go after you in oil ocean there's so many there's so many different creatures they have in in um in these boards man but oil ocean is definitely one of them you gotta have plus i like the um i like the beat for you know i always say that i if i feel like the neptunes were behind you know at least the first three sonic the hedgehog soundtracks because those beats are dope as hell lastly uh you would have to have death egg i feel like jim carrey you know death egg if anybody doesn't remember this is where you fight metal sonic whether i would throw metal sonic in the mix or not i'm not sure might be a little too much might be cool though it might look awesome on screen um but in death egg you fight metal sonic and as soon as you beat him i think you got to run through him like three or uh, five times or so and when you beat him, Robotnik runs off and he jumps into this big ass transformer that just looks like a big ass Robotnik. That'd be dope to see Jim Carrey inside of there. And I, right now, literally, as I'm talking about it, I'm getting vibes of um, like if I could see that on screen, I just picture Sigourney Weaver inside of that, uh, you know, inside of that, uh, that that construction thing that she was fighting the queen alien uh in aliens. And I could picture Jim Carrey in a, some type of structure like that where he's just in this big ass metal version of himself that he's trying to kill sonic with so you gotta have death egg in there but i know my list is going to switch up because i did i almost said i wanted to see metropolis in there uh i wanted to see wing fortress in there i wanted to see sky Ch- gotta have sky chase too man uh, i didn't even put that on the list but sky chase would be dope because it is the one time where sonic and tails really get to work together and you're you're basically you know fucking shit up while tails is driving the plane that you're 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 standing on so that's a dope board now as far as cameos go cameo wise um 
I wouldn't have, you know, I I was not even really debating, but I had made a comment on a, a Facebook post. And you know how you have those posts where it's just comments amongst complete strangers uh, on other pages. So, you know, I made a comment and I said, and I think I said this in my, my Sonic the Hedgehog review. Uh, they were talking about would they introduce, would you introduce Knuckles in Sonic 2? I said, I don't think it's a good idea. I think you should, if you do, save Knuckles for the post credit scene. Keep Tails in there because, you know, one of the things I said in my in my review was you don't want a Mortal Kombat Annihilation this thing. You don't want to just throw a whole bunch of shit into the second movie. You don't want to blow your load too fast, basically, you know, because you're not going to you have more things you can put in a third movie. But like pace yourself is basically what I'm saying. And, you know, somebody somebody went off the deep end with their comment. They're like, no, I think introducing Knuckles would be great because then they could have Shadow be an antagonist and Knuckles be, you know, a protagonist with Sonic. And then they could introduce Cream and Amy and Big the Cat. And then the Chaos Emeralds could come in play. And then Chaos, the actual liquid monster, could be, you know, running with Robotnik. And I'm just I, I got like my head almost exploded. I probably had steam coming out of my ears just reading that comment. That is too fucking much for a Sonic sequel. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That's one opinion. I completely disagree with and I have to shoot down because you you don't you do not you do not want to throw every everything all these things in in the second movie you know it's like getting happy feet because I'm pretty sure with something like something as small as I mean it's, it's very it's big but you know they could have went back and had to reshoot the entire movie they could have got the movie shelved before it even came out but in some instances, you had something as small as the design. I know it's a big deal, but you had something as small as the design being the only thing people complained about in that entire trailer. And rightfully so. But, you know, you you don't want to get happy feet and say, yo, the movie's making this much money. How much? They said the what? The curse is lifted. Oh, yeah. We about to go all out and really give them some shit for the sequel. No, you do not want to do that. Stay humble, my friends. Stay humble. Don't put knuckles in this movie, man. I mean, I know the clan was in his Knuckles clan was in uh, the beginning of the movie with Longclaw and all of that saving Sonic and transporting him to Earth. But do not put Knuckles in this movie. If you do put him in a post credit scene, let Tails shine. You put Tails at the end of the movie and introduce the character. So give Sonic a sidekick. Now, Robotnik can maybe be still be the antagonist, of course, but uh you know evolve that character don't bring in a whole nother you know because knuckles knuckles basically was a villain to me man he was the villain in um you know sonic 3 he was always laughing at you and hitting that switch so you can you know the ground would collapse below you and he always laughed at you after the fact he's a, I, that motherfucker got on my nerves but don't introduce him man just don't do it and we need an introduction of the chaos emeralds we need that we need um now i don't know if i missed it and they were in the first movie, but we need the Chaos Emeralds, man. Plus, I love the way they look. They just look so majestic. And the sound that they make when you when you finally reach them, it just makes everything in life just happy-go-lucky. It does. And I, I need that sound, that music that plays when Sonic reaches the Chaos Emeralds to be in the second movie. Uh, another thing I want them to do, and this goes back to me saying... Uh, you know, some of the boards have horror elements to them. And the fact that Joss Whedon, that I, when I, that I wanted him to write it... Um, he knows the horror genre. Now we have to add some panic here. We have to up the stakes and really, add, you know, we, we have to have some high stakes. We have to have some panic here. And when I say panic, I think of the drowning theme 
Everybody knows the drowning theme. I think that was the first taste of childhood anxiety I had ever gotten. When that song starts playing, when you are, when you ain't got no air bubbles, y'all know what I'm talking about, man. And I know y'all hear it in y'all head right now. Hold up. Let me have a moment of silence just in case y'all forgot. Okay, that's good enough. I know y'all know what the drowning theme on Sonic sounds like. And this shit is mortifying. Like, I, I I don't know anything scarier in a Sega Genesis game. Like, Splatterhouse didn't even scare me. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, Super Ghouls and Ghosts didn't scare me on that gaming system. I think it was on that system. Maybe it was on Super Nintendo. But nothing had scared me up until that point of gaming in my lifetime. Until I heard that drowning theme. It's It's terrifying. So let's have that in there. Of course, you got to have the air bubbles. But we got to have that. You have to put that in there. That is probably going to people are going to be like, holy shit, you remember that? They're running out of air bubbles. Oh, my God. It's going to be like a Jaws moment or something like that. But then, of course, you would have to have um, a zone where people are swimming. You would have to have a water sequence scene, which is cool because they got like mechanical monster sharks and shit that Robotnik made. Um, no, actually, the starfish are on land. I don't think they were underneath, you know, um, Anyway, anyway, I'm getting sidetracked, uh, but you, yeah, you would have to have some type of underwater sequence, which I would be cool with. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. And that goes back to me saying Joss Whedon, you know, um, imagine, I know people out there hate Alien Resurrection. I fucking love that movie. But, um, for the people that are, are actually fans of Alien Resurrection, imagine Joss Whedon writing a scene that's similar to when Ripley and Call and uh, Joner and, 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 and Christy and everybody had to swim in the flooded kitchen and the aliens were underground. Imagine Joss Whedon writing a scene that was kind of toned down but kept the same tension from that scene. Imagine him writing something like that for Sonic 2. You know, a chemical plant or aquatic ruin or, or labyrinth or something like that. Labyrinth is actually a, a zone from the first game, but... Imagine him writing some shit like that. And these mechanical robotic creations are coming after Sonic and whoever the human survivors are, you know. And speaking of which, you have to make the machines scary. They're all all the designs are scary. Um, I was one of those people where when I bought video games, well, I was a kid when my mom bought video games, uh, the Sonic games in particular, I would take the booklets out of the, the the case and I would read them and one of the things I was always interested in was were the designs of these robotic creatures these creations you know the sharks and the, the 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 crabs and just the just the the way that they tried to resemble animals but they looked like monsters like if monsters were machines I mean which they are everybody saw Terminator and we know the state that uh, the state of technology we're in now monsters are machines but Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. You have to make those things scary. And I feel like you would have to have a dope designer to do that. And of course they of course they would have to be CG, but it would be nice to see some practical um you know, like say one of them gets broken or something or malfunctions. It'd be nice to see a practical, you know, creature that Robotnik created. And it'd be nice to see him create them. I now I don't know how far they would go with that because excuse me, Robotnik did kidnap animals to make these monsters so i'm not sure how far they would go with that um but they they could make it work they could make it work you know uh it's, it's not like disney's behind this so they could definitely make it work but yeah uh, that another thing i want to say like i mentioned all these zones and i said that for a reason because for this sequel to work for me you have to take everyone and put them into sonic's world we've seen him on earth before 
It's been done. Congratulations. I'm happy the movie's doing well. I'm happy it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. However, I don't want to see Sonic on Earth. I don't want to see these human characters on Earth. I want to see them elsewhere. Which is why I said Joss Whedon and Steven Summers, man. I'm actually, if, I hope they have social media too because I'm tagging them in this, in this episode too. But, you know, you have, to, you have to put it elsewhere, man. I'm sick of these... I'm sick of the, the, the just the the easy way out and just setting these live action CG hybrids in um you know in the real world and on earth and shit when there's so many levels that they can choose from you know and all we got was green hill zone and mushroom zone basically and and and, and also keep the zones limited man keep them limited to and when I say limited I mean, I don't mean the list that I said in particular when I say limited, I mean, keep them limited to Sonic 2. You know, like I said in my review, um, there that mushroom zone, I think, is from Sonic and Knuckles, which might have threw a lot of people off. And it, I know it threw me off. It wasn't until I saw it online and somebody mentioned it. And I was because I was thinking I'm, when I saw it in the trailer at the end, of you know, there's a stinger at the end of the first trailer. I'm like, where the hell is Robotnik and where are all these mushrooms at? Like, was this a board that I didn't unlock as a kid or something like that? And, and, you know, tips and tricks didn't, you know, give me the goods and let me know how to how to get there. But somebody online was, you know, they were doing a, a, a video and they said that that was an Easter egg from Sonic and Knuckles. But while that's all good and well, I think they should keep it limited to Sonic 2 because it'll feel more like a follow up. It'll feel more like a Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And that's it's basically, you know, my needs and my wants for part two aren't, you know, I don't think I'm asking for a lot. I think it's pretty standard for, uh, you know, for a Sonic geek and it's pretty standard for the shit that I could be asking for. I, I shit, if it was up to me, and if the budget was popping like that, I, you know, I would have all eleven zones in there and a special stage. That you know, remember, does anybody remember that special stage from Sonic Two where you're racing, you're racing, and you're just picking up rings, and you got to try not to hit those circular bombs before you get to the Chaos Emerald. And there's a meter that has to, that tells you how many rings you have to get, how many you lost, how many away you are from you know getting to your goal. It's like. I would throw that in there, man, if I could, but I can't because I'm not making a movie. But what I can make are podcast episodes that y'all can check out on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. See, Anchor, I didn't do it. I'm getting better at this. I didn't do it. I didn't ask you for nothing. But follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Shout out to the two, the reviewers, the listeners, the likers, the lovers out there, man. I love y'all to death, man. The love and support y'all have been showing me is amazing. I don't plan on stopping this podcasting thing anytime soon. Thanks to y'all. I mean, thanks to me, but mainly thanks to y'all. Because, you know, if I didn't have listeners, this would not be possible, man. So thanks to y'all, man. I definitely show the love and the appreciation right back to y'all. Yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can, people. I will check y'all on the next one.